up, what up, what up? I see a differently <laughs> nation. Rise up. Hello, and how are you out there? Welcome to Joe Biden's America. Um, I mean. It's not his America. That's no. That's right. how it, our system of government works. No, yes, that's also why. It hasn't started yet. All, all the things, all the things are why we're not saying it. Yeah. But that means we are recording this, not only post-election, but post, uh, we got the projected winner, which is Biden. Correct. But well, we are, that, hopefully. but we um want to definitely talk about the election, do a podcast just in the election, but we actually want to do it with my parents, bring them back. So feel free to send in your questions, uh, things you want to talk about with them. The people have spoken. They want more Tony Thompson. They want Mrs. Thompson. Kim, why does why she not get a I name? Don't, I don't know. For some reason, <laughs> I just always call her Mrs. Well, I call uh, them both that to their face. But, but, but anyway, um, but we're not doing that right now, which is going to go into go nicely into our segment. The reason why we're not doing that right now is because we were going to go connect with them to present, but then uh, my mom wanted us to wait because we had been around some people and the, the cases are going up in Missouri and you know she has that right yeah. and we respect that I care I care more about protecting my mom right. than about um as much BS. as we want to get this podcast out to you guys yeah we, we care more about yeah, that and we can we can eventually uh call them if it really gets down to it but we right. don't want to so that is why that is being delayed but that gives you listeners some time to again send us questions and that's where we're going to tackle all of our election stuff but in the meantime cases are going up that brings us to our favorite segment, your favorite city, and we are going to talk about uh, St. We are going to talk about St. Louis now. Go crazy, folks! Go crazy! Perfect time to go crazy in one sense. In your stir house, crazy. yes, you're crazy <laughs> in your house. So I had that one in the holster for a minute. Yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, the cases are going up, and so the only thing we're going to bring up right now is um, St. Louis County already put up some restrictions, no indoor dining, some curfew. St. Louis City um, is not far behind, though. Do we know what St. Louis City those going to The only thing they've done is they've limit limited private gatherings to 10 people. So anything in your house, whatever, is supposed to be 10 people or less. They've not banned indoor dining bars, whatever, that uh, the county has done. So and so, what that what that means? Oh, why yet, why are we yet. why are we talking about this? Then is support the support these local businesses, right. support these local establishments. Time try and do your Christmas shopping locally. Um, try to you know, there's places like Winslow's Table as an example. It's in the county that um, they also have a, a grocery section. Right. So go there maybe for your eggs, you know, get or some, some produce, get some cocktails, whatever. I, no one loves Amazon <laughs> more than me, but. I'm almost done with my book, and I'm gonna get make sure I get my next ones off Left Bank. I'm gonna try. Left to Bank, I heard is already it's they're already it's closed. Well, they no, I think str- they're closing. They were struggling for a while. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Try to do as much as you can. Not whatever, because that's heartbreaking. But try to do as much as you can locally. Uh, support them. It's bulking season. So just eat out every night. Get carry out every night. Get delivery every night. You already you already saved a bunch of money this summer, right. and now spend it in this On winter. Helping these no, but really. We that I saw um, and follow. Um, I eat St. Louis, front of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, through through her and some other places, I saw that they're trying to do a lot of food themed weeks in St. Yep. Louis to drum up business for these places. And we actually on uh, this week, this week of November sixteenth, we are coming up on STL Pizza Week. Um, so follow Two of our favorite things smashed together. For so a whole follow week. Riverfront Time, St. Louis, and look up establishments. Look at our stories; we'll probably be eating some. But yeah, just like I think we just want to say, just do what you can. Here's the other thing, real quick. 
Thanksgiving's coming around. If you can't see your family, if it's not safe. Eat I, pizza? I understand. <laughs> no, but a lot of places are doing Thanksgiving meals you can carry out. Salt and smoke is smoking turkeys. Beast Craft Barbecue smoking turkeys. I know uh, 6112, which is kimchi guys, is doing uh, Thanksgiving meals. Some places have already sold out. Vicia sold out. Grace Meat sold out. Some of the best restaurants in town. But get your Thanksgiving meal. If you're not some like, I'm not going to cook. Order it out. Help these restaurants out. Do whatever you can. Yeah, this has been, uh, it was already hard the, f- the first go round, and um, we just want every all these places to stay um, on this next one. 100%. All right, wrapping that up. Yeah. So the next thing we're going to do is, is we're just going to talk about a little bit in some of these podcasts about some stuff we've been watching, which is new for us. And one thing we watched this very weekend was the Netflix documentary. What was it? American Murder Next Door. Is that what it's <laughs> called? You, more or less, you're saying too many words at once. I think I it was like, a, I'll look up the night title. And, and there's people who are screaming like, American Murderer. Right. I think it was American, American Murderer. Murderer uh, it wasn't next door to my house. I thought Amer- that was in the title. American, American Murderer, Murderer Next Door. No, I'm kidding. But um, American, American Murderer, whatever. Um, yeah, which, which, Netflix. Which, it was trending. People talking about it. The Family you Next probably Door. probably watched it. The, the Family, family Next, next Door. door. Um, and this case actually happened. The documentary just came out this year. The case happened in 2018. So for anyone who's like, Oh, what is that? Um, you actually probably do remember this. Cause I, did you, did you Zach remember? I remember. I do not remember. And then they showed a bunch of news clips and I'm like, man, I don't remember this at all. But you but, know, but we, I, I don't know if I had you deep into the thralls of Dateline, but, yeah, I, no. but I definitely, well, remember I mean, it. definitely I was in Dateline, but I don't know if I was into CNN uh, mur- the murder network or trial TV, court TV. Yeah. That has one. nothing to do with what I'm saying with Dateline. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway. I'm saying that's where, I don't know if they did a Dateline on it. If they did, I didn't see, but I that's was definitely watching you, that's, Datelines that's by then. To the level that we do now. I think 2018. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, uh, so you probably remember it. Basically it occurred in, where did they live? They lived in Colorado. Mm-hmm, They're mm-hmm. originally from North Carolina, which is kind of important to the plot of the movie in the sense of that caused some of their marital tension, but they had moved to Colorado. Uh, I don't know where in Colorado. I couldn't tell no. if it was by I d- Denver I really or if either. it was kind of the middle of nowhere. I, I don't, didn't know I don't either. Know, yeah. No. But they lived in Col- in a subdivision where all the houses looked the same and it looked like a very lovely place to live, I guess. I don't know if all the houses looked the same. But I that, thought they looked but the same. That but then again, that's do. based on one aerial view. Of what they showed <laughs> Literally, so that doesn't matter. But anyway, but this, but like, um, the, when you knew about the story, if you had paid attention to 2018, you knew about this woman and her two kids, That was, this pregnant woman and her two kids that went, that went missing. Kind of felt a la Lacey Peterson-ish, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lacey Peterson, I think she was just pregnant, though she didn't have kids missing with her. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, and you know, you, you, get the, you get the husband on, like, I just want them to come home, which I don't know what these people are expecting. The yeah. murderers are watching and saying, I just don't know. I'm not judging. Right. I just don't know what they're expecting. Right. But you got the classic thing, and only, only soon to find out that, like, not only had he killed them, but he had killed them from the from the jump. So from the yeah. minute he was doing these press out, press conferences, I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. The, I mean, the documentary opens, and he is, you know, the interesting thing about the documentary is it wasn't like the standard. They didn't like sit and do ITMs with people or whatever. It was all the woman's Facebook videos, other security video news like clips, ring. like right, ring yeah, the security videos. Whatever it was, so it was not First like footage, text. Right. It was very honestly that in yeah, itself. Yeah, text a lot of text. That in itself would make it an interesting watch because it is a documentary almost told firsthand, right. and it. I wonder what. There's just so many going back to how we watch Dateline. 
our lives are documented so much right. now that like there's like we've seen that in so many dateline cases that are that right, happened right. more recently i would say post 2010s i mean where um they have this this text evidence uh, yeah. or photos of things it reminded me of that podcast we listened to broken hearts or whatever where the woman had posted so many things on facebook oh my gosh videos. that one was so this, sad right. which is another case that people should remember because right. that case happened i think in 2019 right and then they ended the podcast at the beginning like of that. 2020 yeah, yeah something like that and so yeah so it's all these clips but basically the you know the documentary opens this woman is you know, her friend comes to see if she's home because she'd been texting her. She's not there. The husband comes, you know, the police officer, she calls the cops. The husband comes home and you're just like, something's a little off by this guy from the beginning, which I didn't feel like there's off at, the, at that point. It, but by the way, to your point, they that's you see that by police camera chest right, footage, yeah. which is what v makes the it surveillance really camera, yeah. Right. And you see a lot by surveillance camera because. You know, he comes home and her phone is, uh, the wife's phone is there and her wedding ring's there. And he's like, I don't know what happened. She's gone. And, you know, her phone was off. And anyway, so then they go next door to the neighbor's house and he has security footage. And, you know, the co the guy's talking to the cops. And, and uh, like, so I don't know. I thought it's one of those things where we've watched enough Datelines and listened enough podcasts to know that you really shouldn't judge someone right. based on how they're acting in like right. moments and of it, trauma. Right, some right. Pe people process that differently. Some people right. are nervous. Some do laugh and like kind of, I don't know, whatever. Right. So like right. it's, it's kind of sounds counterintuitive to me to be like, there's something off about this guy, but I don't know. Like now that he's the murderer, I'll say retroactively, like there was something off about him from the beginning. Yeah. So, we, <laughs> so like, <laughs> and I'll validate that opinion. And so, like, I'm thinking about how, like, again, I completely agree with Zach. We've seen enough Dateline, again, SVU, to know that, like, you're really not supposed to judge. Gone Girl. Uh, like, look, in all of those things they bring up, how you're really not supposed to judge how these people react or respond. Right. But at the same time, I told Zach, if he was missing, if Zach was straight up missing, and the neighbor popped in and was like, because there were commotion. Because at this point, like, there's, yeah, the there's cars there, and cops outside. You know, so, so the, so there are a couple different friends so there. The, so right. the neighbor popped in. He's like, I, I have surveillance camera. I mean, I would literally, like, be like, show me the tape. So, like, I mean, I would be, like, like banging down this man's door. Like, like fast forward, turn on TV. Like, I mean, I, I would be a crazy person. But, again, I'm not going to judge what anyone else would do. I am an intense person. But I would be like, ah, whereas this guy's like, <laughs> like, like, he's like, Oh, yep, that's that's my car. That's where I usually uh park it and yeah, then I usually yeah. unload. He's like five fifteen in the morning. He's like, I had to park it there and that's when I get up to go to work and I was and you know his neighbor's like I the funny thing to me was his neighbor's like, Something's off about him and the cop's like, What do you mean? It's like usually that guy won't talk, but now he can't shut up. I'm like, This is him not <laughs> shutting up. He said yeah. like nine words. Right. I know. Yeah, he's like, She's pregnant and I I put tools in my car that's it yeah. that was this like whole whole spiel oh and you're just gosh. like yeah and then he does this thing for the news where he's like i just want to be home and the whole time he's laughing and smiling and again we know now that people process this but for me the whole thing just goes back to now that he's guilty i'll say yeah like that well, he was acting weird he was acting weird again, some, again i know you can't say that it's a joke thought, but, but I, and, and i also and i also still retroactively don't think how he acted at those points was weird, but it's not how I would act. Right. If you were then like, Kristen, now can you go on the news and say, say like, please come home? Again, I would be, 
hysterical mess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like the snot into your mouth, like messiness of like, I mean, I would just, I mean, it'd be embarrassing. Yeah. Very like, and if any, and if anyone who's listened to this podcast or knows me is like, yeah, right. Um, which I don't know, that speaks to me, I guess. Uh, I mean, just before we watched this, just like two days before we watched this, we had some people doing some work outside our house and I left Zach with those people and he called my phone twice. I was on a Zoom meeting, so that's why I didn't answer. And then I saw, but my phone was right there and I saw he had texted like, can you call me? So I literally told this person, I'm sorry, can you just give me a minute? Because I was like, I was very nervous. I was like, Zach, I thought they were maybe like holding you hostage or something. And, and like, they and weren't. like, and that and kind that, of did though. And so that was, and so and that was like a, 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 not even a potentially threatened situation. And I got hyped up. And again, I'm not judging how this person is. It's just not how Which I That was a very be. funny story. Story. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, he acted a little off. Then the other thing, like, and we're jumping around a lot. If you, there's the spoilers, whatever, if you've seen it. Yeah, we're jumping but around like, because just watch it. Spoiler yeah, alert. We should have like, said that earlier. It's like an hour and a half. It's a nice, it's not a bad watch. It moves quick. I think it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, but, and, even, uh, and like I said, even when I say spoilers, it's, you You probably knew about right, the case, knew right. where it was going. Like Dex said, it's more of an interesting watch because of how it's how, done. how they did it. Right, right. But at one point, he's doing a, uh, a polygraph and they're doing this police like interview room cameras. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, and then the whole time I've talked to Kristen all the time. Cause we watch, it's annoying to her. We watch polygraph stuff and I'm like, those aren't reliable. I don't know why they do this, whatever. And she's always like, we get it, you know, but I have to sound smart, but so we're doing it. And I'm like, I know polygraphs aren't reliable, but I, this dude's lying. So like whether he passed the polygraph you test did not or not, actually this say dude shit. is lying. You actually this did guy not, is lying. Did not He's say, a liar. You actually did not say shit. Actually. Also, I was very surprised. He lets them get so far without asking for a lawyer. People are stupid. Ask for a lawyer. Yeah. Like you clearly yeah. did it. And in your head, you're thinking, am I tricking them? Like no matter what, by that point, they had already caught his mistress, which I know you know more about if you want to talk about it and like had all this information. So whether he passed the polygraph or not, they're going to be like, okay, dude, like we got the, you know, you cheated on your wife. You know, you killed her by this point. Just be like lawyer, like whatever. It's like the wire lawyer. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I have, I have no idea. I don't know if like, please add us if you know this stuff. I don't know if these people are in such a state of shock right. that they can't think about it. But I mean, like we've, again, watched an update, like criminal stuff that like, they tell you that like right away because which you see this on this video, as Zach said, they had a lot of evidence against him before they even gave him the polygraph test. Right. Now, he didn't know that necessarily. I mean, he should have because he did the stuff. But the reason why I bring it up is because the one thing, I can't remember what we were watching, but the one date or something that we were watching that's that was saying how you should get a lawyer is because because you're, you should because you're just not equipped to 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 that kind of stuff like right. how the cops are going to try to like get this stuff out of you and how they're going to try to whatever which you could see this woman was doing again for some reason he still was very cocky right. but she was laying it on thick oh, yeah, and really coming thick. in like because i mean it'd be pretty stupid for you to do this polygraph <laughs> if I mean, you if you knew you did it and so and but but anyway but that tactic it's in it that tactic in itself um it went on for five hours so that draining and wearing on you is all stuff of why they say like you were just, the average person is just not equipped. You should just very quickly be like a lawyer. I mean, if, as someone who watches a lot of- Because we are ready to commit some crimes. As someone who watches a lot of SVU, which we do as people, we we know that like- As opposed to- 
whatever. <laughs> uh, we know that, like, they will say, oh, like, if asking for a lawyer makes you look guilty. But that's like, they're trying to, like. They're, again, messing right, with you. They're messing, messing with, you. with you. Before you take a polygraph, you should ask for a lawyer, even if you're completely innocent. Because you don't know if you're going to somehow implicate yourself. Yeah. You don't know what those results mean. Yeah. If you're a regular person. Maybe a police officer in there could say, no, like, if you ask for a lawyer, you do look more guilty. It's not always smart. But to me, it seems pretty smart most of the time. It's, and if you died, God forbid, I would. It's smart. Right. If you died, God forbid, whatever, and it got to a point where they're, like, taking a polygraph, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to talk to a lawyer and, like, yeah. make sure that's what I should do. Even if I hadn't done it, which I wouldn't have. Hopefully, because I don't want to kill you. Hopefully. Which brings us back to that one point I made where we were talking about it. And one of the things I said to Chris, I was like, look, I get a guy killing his wife. (laughs) but Why do you kill his kids? And she was like, you get a guy killing his wife? I was like, I don't know if I love hearing that. You seem very comfortable saying that. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, that's funny. You should bring that up on the podcast. And you were like, I easily can. Again. Don't love hearing that. What is with you and your comfort level with the guy killing I'm his not wife? comfortable with someone killing their wife. That sounds insane. Like, and now if you wind up dead and I have nothing to do with it, they're going to listen to this podcast and be like, fucking percent. uh-uh. And there'll be a documentary of just our podcast where they loop it together yeah. to prove why I did it. Yeah. But- and they're gonna be like, and they're gonna be like, she seems real happy, but you know what? Something wasn't right. Something which, wasn't right with is, how he was which responding. Which is a big story of this one. She seemed happy all the time and did it, and then she'd be texting all her friends. This woman lived a very public life, but again, okay. maybe that's just because they have this information, they're putting it out there. But it seemed very public. No, for, no, a hundred fucking percent was very public. Um, very odd, like, but it made for great content. It made right. for a great documentary, yeah. but very, but very, but very, very odd, very, very odd. odd. Um, I, you know, and you know what, anyone out there who gets a little bogged down by social media, like the rest of us, she's a prime example, clearly had all kinds of issues, but like was constantly posting. And it, it, I think there is a little bit of a ratio where like the more someone's posting about how great it is, the more it's like, are you just, are you more so trying to convince people right. that it's, that it's so great? Yeah, I think they are. I think people are. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. A couple of points I had that I want to make sure we hit on. One, at one point in the documentary, they're obviously having some sort of marital program problems. He's like, I didn't cheat on her. I didn't cheat on her. He did, whatever. But she goes away to North Carolina where they're from for six weeks. Yeah. If your wife is traveling with your kids and being away from you for six weeks, if it's not like some sort of like excursion thing for their camping, for their school, whatever, if they're just going to visit family without you for six weeks, you're not going with them for at least part of it. He went for a week. That's, there's a problem. He went for a week. Yeah, she went for five. He came for the six weeks. Like that's a long time. Right. That does not see, that seems weird to me. I think it is weird. Yeah. But I, what's the point you're making? I'm just saying that like. <laughs> it is weird. Like, yeah, that should be the. If I've ever investigated murder, I'm like, your wife went away for six weeks. You did it. Dud. Whatever. Right. Like, that's too long. Okay. Interesting. Let's There's see. a weird thing going on with his parents where they didn't like her. And it's never really explained why Mm-mm. they didn't like her. Mm-mm-mm. But there was an no. interesting fight where she got really mad at her mother-in-law. Because when they're in North Carolina, she brought the kids to visit. And she's like. The mother-in-law wanted to give her ice cream she's allergic to, which was never really f- fleshed out, so we don't know all of it. But also, I don't think it should be controversial to not give a kid stuff they're allergic to. It's only it was only it, I mean it wasn't controversial. That's why you and I said like we need to find out more right. here because that's right. not controversial. Because was the mother-in-law like no she could eat it? It's like no, no she can't eat it. No, that's... or was the did the wife just like kind of lose her stuff at, because there's obviously already all this tension, but they didn't really explain it. No, no, they, no, you're, you're right. And, and, and it's not controversial, but at the mm. same time, 
that showed there was something off because like she was so much like he's upset he's against me because of his parents it's like there must have been more going on in this yeah. ice cream because he should not be against you because of his parents based no. on what we're seeing that seemed completely reasonable but he also was gonna kill you so yes well he was he was ready for that uh <laughs> They had two kids. She was pregnant with the third kid, and you loved one of the kids. You thought she was a total badass. She just seemed funny. Yeah. What was, which one was that? CC? Yeah. Whatever. Why did why did she seem funny to you? Just how she was acting. I don't yeah. think there's more on there. I thought it was funny because this kid, as you said at the time, doesn't give a fuck. This she was kid just was funny. doing whatever, and it's going to be a curse on us when our kid's like that, and you were probably like that. Uh, I don't think that was bad. Oh, and then... One of the last things that I had, one of the last insights I had. So at one point, the wife's out of town. Uh-huh. This is before he kills her. Uh-huh. He's cheating on her. Uh-huh. He goes out with the girlfriend to a dinner. To uh-huh. like a, it seemed like a Moe's canteen or like some Mexican bar, Casa Gaia or whatever. Like Are you a, serious? It said like Lazy Dog. It seemed oh, like an sorry. apple. Oh, sorry. I don't know why I thought Lazy Dog. Whatever. Yes. It like, like an apple. A regular bar and grill. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know why I had Mexican in my brain. I don't know either. Uh, and like he spends sixty dollars on their debit card, which first of all, dude, get it, get get your own credit card. If, if you're you cheat, if you cheat, get it, open up your own get accounts, your own, man. Get a credit card, yeah. Don't. But second or of use all, cash. but second of all, there's this point where she's texting him like, "How do you spend sixty dollars?" And he's like, "Oh, I had a burger and a beer, whatever." And she's like, "Well, that." And she looked it up. She's like, "That's only thirty bucks." And he's like, "Uh," I'm like, "This man is so bad at lying. He already had told her he's going to the baseball game, which was a lie." He's like, "Me and Mike went to the baseball game, and I lost a bet, so I had to buy dinner." If you can't lie to cover up a sixty dollar expense at a bar, at like point, what is wrong with at you? At that point, you don't care. Which. Which is really... Well, I mean, he was obviously already planning on killing her, but yeah. And and it's also just really sad because let's say he didn't kill her. She had come home and when I was in one of her texts, like she was like, he doesn't even care to come up with a good lie at this point, yeah. which is kind of sad. It is really sad. And but she anyway. had many moments where she kind of had these sad realizations. You're like, oh, knowing what I know now, yes, it's very sad. But yeah, no, but, the, but going back to the uh, <laughs> terrible comment you made about how you can understand someone killing your wife... But uh, yeah, it it shows how he's that effed Doesn't guy because better. he killed his uh, killed his kids and yeah. uh, so things that we looked up at us for these articles because when you read it, you probably want to know more articles and um, you know the documentary ends with some words which you know we'll leave something for you to look at. But like, there's articles that then show that those words that the documentary ends with are true in this scenario. One thing that that I that we found or read that I thought was really interesting is one reason why this case is so fascinating is because a lot of people who do who are, who are what's called um, family and annihilators they are in individuals who uh, kill spouses and kids they usually then kill themselves. So the fact that he did not is also what makes this case just very interesting because right. you usually don't get to talk to this person. You usually right. don't get to see like, like, well, what led up to this and what was going on and and hear a little bit, which I mean, to some extent, you're never going to know why because like he's obviously a crazy person, but that is one thing why we as viewers might find it interesting is because you really don't ever get and to talk it, to And it people. makes it hard to relate as a viewer because, again, it's when I said, like, I get out. It makes guy, it hard to relate. Why would you even be relating? No, but let's, let's take a step back again. Why are you I'm trying saying, to relate? But what I'm saying when I'm like, I get, like, how a guy killed his wife, I don't mean, like, I get it as in I would do it. But I'm saying, like, it's not, unfortunately, it's too common perhaps, but 
not perhaps, it's too common because one time is too common. But in general, someone cheating on their spouse and deciding that they don't want to be with them and for some reason killing them, it's every date line. Like it's yeah. something that happens a lot. Oh yeah. But as you there's, said, there's some, always like the, right. the like I was cheating and then right. she found out or I didn't want her to right. find out. Exactly. That's right. I'm saying it's men, but it is a lot, but to do that with the children, I just found so interesting. And then when you brought that point up, I'm like, yeah, you hear about people who, who smother their kids in their sleep or whatever, unfortunately, tragically, but it sounds like they're in, in, in the grip of such mania or so depressed that they can't live with themselves either and they kill themselves. But this guy's such a sociopath that he would not only kill his wife to be free from her, but that he would kill his children to somehow be free of them. And these kids loved him, it seemed like. And they were, he, daddy's my hero, all this stuff. And it's just so, it just felt so foreign to me compared to these other stories you see on Dateline where, as you said, and most, it sounds like, scientifically that's just not what usually happens in yeah they usually just kill themselves which anyway yeah no is there yeah. anything else on that watch it though but anything else on that i don't think so it's uh it's pretty good pretty 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 good pretty good pretty good no, um, i'd recommend it yeah 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 i got nothing either i was just checking, <laughs> okay. I was checking my notes too um so from there uh we have a not how I would say it. I have one. Do you oh, have? I j- oh yeah, I just have one. I wouldn't say I can understand someone can kill their spouse. I mean, that's a fair. She's <laughs> twisting the segment back on me. <laughs> do you have a hot take or anything first? I, I mean, you already were literally okay. about to I'll say to that. So I have a few, but I'll just I have a lot actually. But I'll just start with, with one. Do you, you ever? Could, you could say them. We're, we plan on continuing to do this pod. Okay. Do you ever feel bad that you're a 33-year-old man who can't stand? When? One time I was standing up out of my chair and like, ugh, kind of acting like an old man, and you really said that to me. I didn't uh, think I said that. It must have been a while ago. But anyway. Actually, um, in my notes, it's 32-year-old man, so it must have been a while ago. Cause it was, exa- it was exactly. I was like, I know for a fact I have not said that recently. By the way, not because you stand in more easily. I just know that I have not said that to you. Anyway, um... Did you, you want to talk about a book though? Hold on. I got one more. I'll say it. Uh, you don't want why, me to say another? I just think that we need them. We need the content because I'm just so lovely that sometimes you don't have stuff. So. Okay. So yeah. I do have a book review. Um, the most recent book I finished was called the broken heart of America, St. Louis and the violent history of American racism. Which I knew that he was reading this book, so that's why we can't do our typical yes. where I guess because I know was suggested. We via, have no, we have nothing but time around Justin. Was suggested via a couple friends, and then the cover is the arch with like the words in the middle, so the top of the arch is missing, which I found interesting. It was written by Walter Johnson, who is a professor of African American history, I believe, at, at Harvard, uh, um, and he is from. I don't think he's from St. Louis. In the book, he says he's from like an hour and a half or two hours away. So I don't know exactly where that is. But obviously, St. Louis, I think, was the largest city of his youth. And so like a cultural touchstone for him. But basically, he writes this 450 page long of history of St. Louis itself, but also St. Louis as it relates to the idea of America and then how the racist policies that kind of have propped America up in, in throughout our history and created a lot of our division and problems were instigated and, and, and implemented through St. Louis first. And it's interesting because St. Louis was the westernmost 
part of obviously America at one point, and it was the beginning of the American empire, as he describes it, as the Louisiana purchase stretched everything West Lewis and Clark. Um, and it's also was, you know, in the civil war, it was the southernmost Northern city. And, you know, they call it the westernmost Eastern city. So there are all these interesting geographical uh, connections here that make it kind of a really unique American crossroads and kind of, it indicates a lot of our history. And, and part of it, he starts with the Native American removal, which started in St. Louis. St. Louis was the where the western uh, edge of the American army was at Jefferson Barracks and, and the Bureau of Indian Affairs and a lot of the people that implemented this strategy, which was basically to kill Native Americans, run them off their land so that white people, settlers could move west and to open that up for them. Um, you know, in the Civil War, he talked about segregation, how St. Louis is one of the most segregated cities and how uh, even though it fought on the northern side, there was a lot of strife and a lot of unsureness about how St. Louis, whether basically whether we wanted black people in St. Louis at that point, freed black people. And the idea that St. Louis and, and, and Missouri was an area for white people and white settlers. And even though we as a state, there was a lot of division, but decided to fight against slavery, even though we were a slave state. Um, and St. Louis was a very anti-slavery area itself, as opposed to the rest of the Missouri, which kind of uh, ties into some political differences we have now, also was not set up for black people. And then in the Great Migration, a lot of black people moved here. St. Louis had a, a lot of black neighborhoods that were raised or, or torn apart in the name of uh, urban development in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, where this idea that St. Louis, you know, it needed to sprawl, it needed highways and, and, and all these things, and that the neighborhoods they decided were expendable were the black neighborhoods and how St. Louis was kind of one of the first cities to make it, that decision and that that implication, that plan kind of radiated through America where you see now a lot of interstates, a lot of things that connect the suburbs where white people want to live with the inside of cities where a lot of white people and people work runs through black neighborhoods, destroyed historically black neighborhoods, and uh, led to a lot of displacement, um, differences in education. It's really interesting. And, and one thing I enjoyed about it, it's a sad book in a lot of ways, but one thing I enjoyed was obviously they're, they're talking about places I've been to. They mention our neighborhood a lot. They mention all these, all these past and the history of these neighborhoods. There's an area right by us, which kind of came up in the conversation I had with Kristen's dad, we're like kind of union station. And, and a lot of things are now that was once called mill Creek Valley. Um, that was an historically black neighborhood that they tore down to try to develop for white people and connect it to downtown. And, and, you know, so it's interesting in that area, but it's also sad. And, and as someone who loves St. Louis with his whole heart, knowing that our history is so flawed, like the countries and hoping that we can be a beacon now and move forward and how to become more inclusive and how to kind of use that history and, and learn lessons from it that in a lot of ways we haven't yet to make our city a better place. Um, a lot there. I mean, I already heard you talk about it. Um, who do you think should read this? I think one, I think in a lot of ways anyone should, but if you're at all, I think a lot of, a lot of honestly white people, uh, especially in St. Louis, uh, would benefit from learning this history and learning how our area has, has been torn apart at its fabric and, and some divisions that we believe exist are kind of uh, arbitrary and were created uh, for white people to protect a white identity, quite frankly. And 
um, stuff that you still hold on to today, the city county uh, difference, the certain areas uh, in the county which did not let black people move into them. Supreme courts uh, decided some cases all the way up into the fifties and sixties. Um, I think if you're, if you're someone who's interested in the history of St. Louis or just wants to learn more about your city, or even if you're not from here and you just want to learn more about uh, a lot of policies in America and, and kind of why some things are the way they are, why America is still very segregated, why these racial gulfs exist in terms of income and education you can learn a lot from this book um why do you think it was important for you to read it i think it was important for me to read it one with everything going on in our country i think that it is important to have a historical knowledge of kind of where some of these ideas come from uh where some of this persecution is derived from um and and as someone too like as i said who loves st louis who wants St. Louis to be better. There are things I've never quite understood, or maybe even some things I played into um, on various sides in terms of our divisions in a community that I don't think is healthy and I don't think is the best thing for our city and our area. You know, I'm from the city. I'm from South City. And I, for a long time, I don't know if a, a chip on my shoulder is the right thing, but I viewed St. Louis County and even areas past that uh, negatively. Um, as, as sort of entitled or sort of looking down on me as areas that hurt our region. And while there may be some truth in some of those opinions, the way I thought about it and the way I articulated it and the way I, I felt it and put it out in the world a lot of times was negative. And, and if I believe St. I want St. Louis to be the best place it can be, I want all of it to be the best. And that means we need to get in the same boat. We need more unity. We need to feel connected to one another. And it's not about whether you live in Creve Corps or South City, whether you live in Florissant or St. Charles or wherever. It's about us caring about this community and what we need to do to make it better instead of caring about our own little fiefdoms, our own little areas uh, that we want to control. You came to that conclusion on your own? No, you helped me a lot with that. <laughs> That's, yeah, no, 100% true. And a lot of that has been in the last three, four, five years being with you, even less than that. Um, you know, in St. Louis, we've talked a lot about a city-county merger and nothing's ever good on the ground. And it's one of my great hopes in my life that we find a way to do it. You're diverting now back to equitably. But anyway, and that's something you've helped me to understand. So, um, Any other, besides just the St. Louis, I don't know. I feel like I asked a lot of good questions. On you that did. Day. I mean, you really grilled me. Uh, I, I do. I honestly, and, and one last thing, if you're a book lover, Sometimes histories of this length can be really dry and you're like, man, I'm learning a lot, but this is really painful to read. I did not feel that at all. So I thought it was, it was a a really kind of easy read for something so heavy and so long. And I'm going to email this professor and be like, Hey man, one day, do you want to be on our podcast? Maybe not, but who knows? Is that how the email will be written? No, it'll be a little more formal probably than that. A little more well-composed. I was like, I, it's not the formality. It was like a... Probably be a more complete thought. <laughs> Maybe sell us a little more. Exactly. That's Try to what, say yeah. why he should do it. Yeah, yeah. That's more you know, so what I was going to say. The Harvard audience would love this podcast for sure. So, Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's all. I, oh, we're not going to talk about a lot. The C- SVU season premiere is out. Oh my gosh, we're not, I mean, we're, I mean, I guess we're not going to talk about it now, I guess, but hold on, it was heavy and (laughs) there's always such a delay on that.
Um, yeah, that's why it I was, was heavy talking and, to, um, last time into it, but uh, heavy it, and interesting. Unlike oh, it was very good. A lot no, of their episodes, yeah. Unlike a lot of their episodes, I thought it was just a unique take on the way they did things, and I thought it was good. You made it seem like their episodes are not heavy or interesting. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> that's not what I mean. And just like it was more about the process than about the case. We got a lot more order, right? A lot. Great, great way of putting it. <laughs> Great way of yeah, a lot more order. No, you do. I like. I like sometimes when they do the the order, and it, it was it was a it was heavy order, and it yeah, was it very was. it was very interesting, very good, and specifically order in this time. And oh, and okay, anyone's probably like SVU is a show, and it's same with the doctors who are like Grey's Anatomy the show. But there's some stuff that it's like this is what happens, and right. so so if you think we're getting to romanticize about SVU. Just watch it. It just was interesting just as watch it, it. Yeah, it's it's good and like anyway, and like, season twenty two I'm on board. Okay. All right. So uh find us my only no oh go ahead. And then my my hot take, uh we do not have a statewide mass mandate. And uh when asked when our governor, who shouldn't be our governor, was asked why, uh he said, Well Kansas City and St. Louis have it and so like the state's covered. And if that was the whole state, you would not be the governor. Yeah, there we go. All right. Hit That's us it. on Facebook. I see it differently podcast. A good moment for an explosion. Too late now. Uh, it's too late yeah. now. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm terrible at the board. Yeah, uh, we've switched places because I'm trying to watch Dancing the Stars. She does check it for us, our check, bonus episode. Check us out our bonus episode. Well, I'm later to this week, maybe early this. next week. Uh, so anyway, oh my God, I see it differently on Facebook. I see it differently pod on Instagram. At the Sackard is 76 on Twitter. Send e- us what Oh, sorry. Email us, yeah. About what you want to hear. Sorry. <laughs> I see it differently pod at gmail.com. What do you want to hear about? What do you care about? What are your thoughts? No, not, no, no. Don't care. Specifically. Okay, no, don't do all that. But I'm kidding. We do care specific. about your thoughts. Well, no, I, I meant specifically, what do you want to hear about us regarding the election, regarding the election results, regarding this process? Uh, what do you want us to ask yeah. our, our parents? Some, we already, again, have been having these conversations and uh, want to talk to them, but um, it's always it's always better when we're bringing you guys exactly the content yep. that that you find interesting. Um, but yeah, as always, don't rate, review. We'll read it. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-download the whole deal. See you in a while. Couple Tuesdays. I don't even know what we do anymore. I'd also say shout out to T-Beats.